Keep up with local news and events. Rich Larson hosts a daily newscast Monday through Friday, as well as updates and other community news. And it's free. Stop by KYMNRadio.net frequently and look for updates on our Facebook page for news stories and community events. KYMN Radio is 95.1 The One. AM 1080 KYMN, now on FM 95.1 The One. The same great programming, now with better sound. And this, the 17th day of May 2021, it is a day that uh, the... A uh, regular session for our Minnesota State Legislature will come to a close at midnight tonight. We are joined now by uh, State Senator Rich Drayheim from District 20. Senator, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Did you have a uh, busy weekend? Have you been up at the legislature all week, or did you uh, have a chance to uh, maybe get home and, and do some things with the family? You know, I, I was home, but I, we had... Uh I don't know, dozens and dozens of phone calls, texts, emails, Zoom calls. Um, but it was nice being being back in district instead of in St. Paul. Well, let's. Uh, you're heading back up there now, and today is uh, you know the last day of the legislative session. Um, still no uh, word on the budget, uh, uh, an agreement on the budget. Can you? I guess we can start off by talking about that. Um, Any way this is going to get done today? Is it looking like special session? Definitely looking like a special session. I uh, talked to uh, Senator Rosen, the finance chair, yesterday, um, you know, about some of the conference committees I'm on and and where we're at and where the governor's at and and trying to find a path forward. And, um, you know, they're they're working hard. You know, it's that that level of negotiation is way above my pay grade. Um, But... I, I do what I can to help. All right. Uh, once again, Senator Dreheim is uh, with us. Uh, let's talk about just the budget overall. Have you? Uh, do you know if there are certain sticking points, uh, one or two, or is it, is it more than that? Do we have uh, disagreements across the board? Well, I, I think the main thing is we, the, the Republicans, don't feel we need tax increases. We've had... Uh, I think seven years of surplus along with seven years of increased spending. So it's not like we've, we've slashed the budgets and, and haven't been spending. We, we've been spending at an alarming rate, you know, we're, we're doubling the budget every 10 years. So that, that's kind of a red flag for us. We don't feel for this two year cycle, that's what we're negotiating, the two year budget cycle that we need to raise taxes and fees, you know, however you want to classify them. And the other side is pretty demanding on the um, police reform, which we did last July. Um, You know, it's hardly been implemented uh, because it was so with COVID and everything. Uh, Those are the two big partisan things. And then the, the other thing is more legislative body versus the governor's office and, and how to spend that $2.8 billion that we're getting from the Fed. So we have the surplus, which we always debate how to spend that or not spend that. But this federal money is earmarked uh, for different different sources. And normally, the legislative body, the House and the Senate, 
decide how that's supposed to be spent. Um, and, and that's that that's kind of the the unusual thing this year. So that that's just kind of the framework. We always debate how much to spend on on roads versus the court system versus um, you know the higher ed or or K twelve education. Um, so that that that's always normal discussion. But this year we have a little extra. Let's let's talk about uh, some of the nuts and bolts and the committees that you have been working on. Now you're in you're on four different conference committees. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So we we have um, you know the jobs economic development uh, conference committee, um, and then my housing committee. I'm the chair of that conference committee, and then there's two smaller conference committees: uh, the eviction moratorium uh, off ramp. Um, which we kind of sent our final offer Friday night. Um, and I know that's a big priority for the governor, but we, we haven't heard back yet. Um, and then the last one is a, um, a mental health conference committee um, that that is relatively new. And, and I think we have an agreement on that and hopefully we'll get that voted off the floor today. Let's talk about that housing uh, committee. You, you, you mentioned that uh, you're, you're the chair of this. You have uh, What were the big issues within that committee this year that uh, either Republicans or Democrats were looking to solve? You know, once again, it goes, a lot of it goes back how to do the, uh, the federal funds that come in. Um, we have a, um, the, the biggest thing is during this um, COVID time, we had a lot of people quit working um, and, and quit paying rent. So the federal government, you like it or not, but they, they sent us money and it's our job to figure out how to spend it. Um, so there, there's a program that the agency, the housing agency, the state agency put up um, earlier this year. And now we had a new batch of money and now they have a new program. Well, they haven't sent a check out yet. So, you know, those are always the type of things that we debate. Uh, How much oversight should we have over uh, the governor's agencies? And and I like a lot of oversight. That's part of our responsibility, the checks and balances. Um, And then there's a lot of talk about um, eviction notices. You know, should we have an eviction notice or not? Uh, we have a couple different eviction notices, and I don't want to get in the weeds too much. But we have we have the lowest rate of evictions of any Midwestern state. We're at 0.59. The highest one's about three and a half percent, and and we're we're about a half percent. Uh, so it isn't a real big problem. But you know, they, there is a, a large group that wants us to have more of a notice. When you get evicted, you, you have to file a court. Uh, notice to you, and that takes seven to fourteen days. So to me, that's your notice. Um, where other states don't do that long of a period. Um, so it's in all detail stuff that no one cares about. That that is important, um, mm-hmm. and that's mainly what we spend our time on, on little little stuff that doesn't mean much for the masses, but it is really important. 
All right, Senator Treheim once again with us. I wanted to ask you also about uh, mental health. Uh, that has been a growing concern, of course, and now during COVID, uh, there have uh, people are stressed out a bit, and there have been more, I guess, issues uh, anecdotally th- uh, through uh, police departments and such of uh, of mental health <laughs> causing some problems. What, now, your your focus during this committee was it more of a COVID type thing, or is it overall funding, overall policy? You know, that's been one of the things. When I ran for the first time, you know, five years ago, that was one of my main pushes was mental health. You know, my dad um, was in that industry. And, um, you know, I think all of us have been affected or have family or friends that have been affected by mental health. And there's a real shortage of of professionals out there. Um. And one of the first bills I did was a uh, trying to increase the number of hospital beds for for mental health and drug treatment. And we actually have a moratorium on hospital beds that affect um, that therapy that is so needed. And when you talk to someone that has to send a loved one to to a, a clinic somewhere. Um, you know, most of them are driving at least six hours to find somewhere for their kid and it, it, or, or adult, uh, but the kids are the hardest ones to find. So that, that's something we've really tried to focus on uh, the last five years is how, how do we do a better job as a state? So when my, my dad was going to grad school, um, you know, they had a lot of state-run facilities, and they, they weren't run very well. So typical government, we go from one extreme to another. So we went from having a bunch of government-controlled hospitals and clinics to opening it up to the free market. And and then it wasn't profitable. So the accessibility kind of shrunk um, because the uh, insurance companies wouldn't reimburse for it. So there's a lot of different angles to look at, but we've been trying to attack it, and and, the, and this bill um, would actually create a, a pathway for us to work with other states, um, for people from other states to have their licensure work in Minnesota and vice versa. Once again, Senator Dreheim is with us. Um, I wanted to also ask you about uh, the legalization of cannabis. Uh, the House passed a bill. It did have some Republican support uh, in the House. Now, uh, is that uh, you have mentioned that uh, before that uh, it doesn't look likely that the Senate's going to tackle this one this year. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? You know, it's a big issue, and and the you know I think the libertarian in me is you know I think with the people that voted in the house that are Republican that, you know, it should be a personal issue. Um, but when it becomes my issue is when people get in their car and drive, you know, as I left this morning, my daughter, my 16 year old daughter was hopping in her car to go to school. Um, <laughs> you know, then it becomes my issue cause I'm worried about my daughter's safety. Um, so, I, you know, for me, there, there's two main things that need to happen before we, we have that debate about legalizing uh, recreational marijuana. One is we need a, a breathalyzer like we have for, for drinking, you know, some kind of roadside test that's been 
been that's been proven in the courts. And then two, uh, we need the federal government to deregulate marijuana or, or declassify it. Um, you cannot deposit money into a bank for even hemp, let alone marijuana. So, you know, the whole push is, oh, we'll create this new revenue. Well, how are you going to collect taxes uh, on something you can't put through the normal banking system? So th- those are the two big issues, and I know other states have done it, um, but it, but I think if you really want to collect tax, you have to fix those two things. Uh, and, I, and I just think it's funny, the same people that have been pushing, um, you know, the the 21 age for tobacco um, now want to legalize marijuana. Um, and and we've, we spend millions of dollars every year trying to fight people from smoking, and, and now we're going to legalize another form of smoking. So the libertarian me says people should be able to do what they want on their own property. Um, but I, I also think once they get on the roads and it affects all of us, and that's something that I think all of us should be concerned about. When we had uh, experts come in from Colorado a couple of years ago, um, you know, we heard testimony even from the U of M on brain development and um, all, all the things that go along with marijuana. Their, their entitlements went up 6%. Okay, we already have 1.2 million people on medical assistance out of what, 5.7 million in the whole state. Um, so there, there are some social costs to legalizing marijuana. Um, you know, I mean, all you have to do is go out to San Francisco. Um, so I, I think there's a bigger issue there. I don't think it's qu- quick and clean uh, like the House uh, Democrats say it is. Um, so I, th- I think we have to look at the bigger picture. But for me, we need those two things done before we have that discussion. All right. Well, Senator, I know you've got to, you're going to have a busy day today. Does it look like you're going to be there all the way through midnight? Is this going to go to uh, to twelve o'clock tonight? Normally, yes, they'll drag it out till midnight, and um, so yeah, it'll, it'll be a hurry up and wait day. All right. And then if we do have a special session, we talked with Representative Lippert the other day about that. It would likely be sometime uh, in mid-June. Would that be? Does that sound like a timetable that uh, uh, that is reasonable? Yeah, the, the governor will have to call us back just to keep his emergency powers, um, which, which is another issue. Um, you know, we, we've been trying to, to end that. I, I know most states have. Um, so that, that that's another part of the negotiations too is how how do we limit and 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 shrink that because um, we don't feel that the, we think the emergency is over. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I appreciate your time, Jeff, and and uh, uh, we'll we'll touch base on the next uh, special session. I hope. All right, sounds good. Thank you very much. We certainly appreciate yep. it, and uh, enjoy your day at the legislature. Thanks, yep. thanks, Rich. Yep. Thank you, mm. Rich Dreheim. State Senator for District 20.